time to score in the 402. Welcome to the Nebraska Hawks. These guys are brave. They're Hawkeyes living in enemy territory. Listen, these guys are way past their prime, but they're still Hawkeyes. They're spreading the Hawkeye hype to all of Nebraska. The Frost Advisory is canceled! Corn Huskers? More like Corn Suckers. Are you ready for this podcast? Let's go Hawks! Welcome back to the Nebraska Hawks Nest, your Hawkeye oasis located in a Nebraska desert. I didn't mess it up that time, Jerry. I'm really proud of myself. Today I'm we very are proud of you too. So I have a good job. I, I was on a real slump there screwing that up. Today we are joined by the president of the Hawkeye Wrestling Club, Chad Beatty. Sir, how are you doing? I'm doing good. That's a, pretty, good. that's a pretty rustic background you got going right there. It looks <laughs> Thanks. pretty cool. It's like I'm in a, an old barn. No. It, it's like, it's, <laughs> it like, H, like, it. it's like HGTV. It's very fall. Are you having a pumpkin spice latte right now? <laughs> you know, oh, come on. I, I actually took it. It was just old school, back to basics. There's like a rope, like in the old gym that the wrestlers are all like climbing mm-hmm. in the background there. And, uh, you know, we're just, we're back to basics here. Yeah, so. that's good. I'm Go actually, you, you introduced me as the president, but I'm actually not the president. I'm the executive director. And I'm sitting okay. in the president's office, though. So this oh, is okay. his backdrop. And Executive I thought I'd borrow it for today. All right. right. Sorry. Yeah. I got the That's job okay. title a little wrong, so I apologize for that. Executive okay. director sounds pretty legit, though, too. Well, it's just fancy. It sounds fancy, but it's really just I'm the guy behind the scenes, you know? You got the fancy background, like HGTV inspired, and got a, mm-hmm. a fancy job title. We're excited to talk to you today, Chad. Um, for those that don't know, about what exactly the Hawkeye Wrestling Club is and uh, what you guys do. Could you really explain uh, behind the scenes what you guys do for the uh, Hawkeye wrestlers, uh, guys that have left the program, and really what that does for Hawkeye wrestling in general? Yeah, so we basically, we are an av- we, we are the avenue for athletes to continue their wrestling careers after they graduate from the University of Iowa. And we, while they're at the University of Iowa, we also – have support for them. So in the off season, they're doing Hawkeye wrestling club practices and we help pay for travel, things like that. Um, but basically every single person that goes to the university of Iowa program, they know the expectation, they know the standard. And when they get recruited, um, they're talked about winning world Olympic titles. So we allow them to continue to train without having to get like a part-time job or a full-time job. Literally wrestling is their job. We pay our athletes to train to accomplish their goals. And ultimately it's a, it's a great thing for our, our university uh, athletes going into postgraduate competition. 
So, Chad, tell us, how, how long has the Hawkeye Wrestling Club been around? Kind of give us a little bit of a history, if you could. Uh, Dan Gable started it in 1973. Uh, Dan Gable um, was kind of the trailblazer, and USA Wrestling has kind of taken that flag, and now there's uh, regional training centers all across the country that are kind of mimicking what Gable started. Um, and now we're, we have a nonprofit, uh, 501c3, and we have a, a board, like I mentioned at the start, um, we have a president, uh, Brad Eldeen, a vice president, Mitch Kelly, who's been on the board for a long, long time, along with the secretary, treasurer, and then myself as the executive director. Um, and then Tom is kind of our advisor, and we, we report to each other, um, but Tom and I kind of work in the same hallway, and we're you know, communicating every single day about the inner workings of the program. Chad, how big of a recruiting tool is it to have such a, such a successful thing like the Hawkeye Wrestling Club? Is it something that really you know draws athletes in because they know they're going to be able to have such a great support system after they're done? I mean, yeah, I, I think that's why they come to the University of Iowa. They know that once they accomplish their goals as undergrads, as Hawks, then they transition into our kind of elite level program where they're trying to world try to accomplish world and, and Olympic titles. Um, and there's, um, it's, it's fantastic because the guys that are, and girls that are training at Iowa, they're helping our university team. So it's a huge, uh, recruiting tool. Um, your top programs in the country are all doing it. Uh, and there's a reason, uh, you want to keep the people that have come through your program. You want to keep them around because they're great role models, mm-hmm. you know, on the mat, off the mat, uh, the lifestyle that they lead, they're high level thinkers. You know, it's kind of like having it's an extension of the coaching staff. So you have Tom Brands, Olympic champion. You have Terry Brands, uh, you know, multiple time world champion, world or Olympic bronze medalist. You have Dan Dennis, who's an Olympian. Uh, Ryan Morningstar, who's a multiple time All-American. Same as Bobby Telford. Um, so these guys, they think at a really, really high level and they hold themselves to a high standard. And if you can just add to that fleet with other high-level individuals, it's only going to make your development that much better. Tell us who some of the wrestlers are right now, uh, Chad, that, that are in the program. I'm, I'm sure the diehard wrestlers out there uh, probably know, but, um, you know, guys like Adam and I that played that orange bouncy ball sport, t- tell us who some of the names are associated with the uh, team now. I'm not going to hold that against you. <laughs> yeah, like we noted before, I am too soft for wrestling, like mentally and physically. I've seen what those guys got to do in Carver and running up those steps and all that stuff and just watching the guys in high school. So I'm glad I wasn't able to do it. I mean, I wouldn't say – I wouldn't speak for all basketball players. There's some pretty dang tough basketball players in our world. There, there is. That are some really good role models. So, um, yeah, but to answer your question, uh, we have guys uh, like Brandon Sorensen, uh, Nathan Burak, um, uh, Sammy Brooks, um, guys that have graduated and stuck around and they're kind of in a coaching capacity. And then people that are still competing is the entire University of Iowa team. Um, and then postgraduates, we have Pat Lugo currently. And then uh, we just added three women, Victoria Anthony, uh, cool. Jordan Nelson, and Rachel Waters. And Rachel is a, a native Iowan. And, uh, you know, they're, they're just getting into Iowa City. And um, that's really exciting for us. We think potential for women's wrestling is, is huge and um, hopefully the state of Iowa will will sanction it at the high school level here very soon 
but that's kind of what who we have right now. I don't think I'm missing anybody. If I do, I apologize. But really good group of people um, that are in the room daily uh, doing the things that you know propel our program forward. Chad, I want to piggyback on a little bit of what you uh, mentioned about women's wrestling. That has really exploded in the last, you know, five to six years. Where do you see women's wrestling going in the next five to six years? And what future do you see that in potential D2 or Division I athletics in years to come? It's going to happen. It's happening at the Division I level. Absolutely. There's no doubt about it. It has to evolve to that level. Um, I think the sky's the limit for the United States of America wrestling. For women, um, if you look at other organizations that um, around the world, like let's talk about basketball. Women's basketball is just now kind of getting its start in the WNBA, and they're winning Olympic titles. Nobody can touch them, and that's a relatively young sport for Americans. And the same thing with wrestling. I think it's going to absolutely follow that trend. I think we're going to be world dominance uh, soon, but we have a, a heavy lift, heavy lift with Japan. Um, but if you look at our Olympics this year, we had a lot of medals and uh, another Olympic champion. It wasn't till last Olympics, 2016 in Rio, that we got our first Olympic champion in women's wrestling. And now we already have two. So um, I think it's we have really good role models in our country. And the state of Iowa is obviously a wrestling hotbed. So we need to sanction women's wrestling and we need to do it yesterday. <laughs> well, and it's always good to be on the forefront of that because, I mean, it really does. It really seems like wrestling is at the forefront of, you know, trying to trying to develop their their, their women's division. And I mean, it's it's really it's really great to see because you see so much pushback, I think, in other sports. So yeah. um, it's good to hear about. And, uh, you know, so basically tell us, I mean, you got a lot of great things going on, Chad. Tell us about some of the fundraisers and the things you guys do and how, how Hawkeye fans can support the wrestling club. Well, I was told by someone much smarter than myself that if you're going to fundraise, you need to constantly be having something going on, some sort of campaign. So we're kind of taking that model and we're going to try to provide an opportunity for, for passionate fans like you, you two guys, right? And your listening base, mm -hmm. an opportunity to donate to a program that is about the highest standard. Um, so some of the things that we're doing right now is I'm organizing our, me and my board and, and the coaching staff are organizing a golf outing in Des Moines. Um, and that's at Waveland golf course. And that's coming up September 30th, uh, which is a Thursday. And we have quite a few people signed up, but we still, we still have room. So if people are interested. They should go to our website and sign up as soon as possible. Jerry, uh, Jerry's a big but, golfer. Get him yeah, out there. Uh, go I'm I'm a golfer. Let's not let's not overstate my uh, capabilities here. So yeah, yeah, I'm with you there. <laughs> well, well, I, we're, we're the type of golfers we're out there to have a beer and be outside. Yeah, and enjoy the yeah. weather. Like I and that's kind of what the event is. It's a fun time. You get to rub elbows with some mm -hmm. of the best wrestling minds in the country. So it's fun. Um, and really, we do these events number one to raise money, uh, but number two to build this like community. You know, friendships around the same focus of wrestling. Yeah. yeah. And then well, September 30th of 2021, again, just to repeat a Waveland golf course, uh, go to the website and sign up. But uh, yeah, Waveland, that's a, that's a fun one with the trees and the hills. Uh, there might be a little bit more beer involved in that course than maybe a normal one. So. I haven't actually played it. I'm going to play next Tuesday just to kind of get uh, my bearings a little bit and talk to the course uh, 
director and all that, but that's just one of many things that we're doing. I, I guess the other things that we're doing mm -hmm. on a consistent level or a consistent basis is uh, the inner circle yeah. and, and joining the inner circle is basically this close knit community of our, our most loyal fans um, that are donating on a monthly or annual basis. And it's a reoccurring donation. And basically those reoccurring donations help us strategically and monthly know our income levels. Um, before even the, the Branzas took over at Iowa, our, our reserves, our, our bank accounts were low. And because of the, the fundraising efforts that the Hawkeye Wrestling Club has done well before I got here, um, and the creation of this inner circle has elevated our team, has elevated our, our efforts. And it's really, really important to our staff um, which is where your payments are going to your staff and your athletes and the, the transportation, things like that, all the logistical uh, operations of a team. Um, but you start at $25 a month or you can do $300 a year. Uh, and you do that all annually uh, through our website. And that's one of the biggest ways that you can support the Hawkeye wrestling club. Um, yeah. I'm yeah. going to, I mean, I want to do it a, to support the wrestling program, the Hawkeye Wrestling Club to begin with. But some of that gear that you get exclusive access to for being <laughs> a part of that club is so cool. Like I'm a gear hound. Like, you know, I'm like kind of like a chick when it comes to apparel. Like I love like sports gear and all that stuff. And some of that Hawkeye wrestling stuff is awesome. Like the hats and the t-shirts and the hoodies. You guys have some exclusive gear for people that are part of this club, right? Yeah, it's incredible. And, you know, we're, we're sponsored by Nike. So almost every single item that you that Mikey there, excuse me, that Nike can make, that's what we're going to have uh, as you know, as long as there's availability, obviously. Um, but we just relaunched a logo, uh, kind of a refresh rebrand. Uh, and it looks really, really fantastic. In my opinion, we had an Iowa alumni do it, Jerry Cheery. Uh, he's from New London, Iowa. And it's kind of elevating us a little bit more, I, I believe. And you know, this is kind of insider info, but on October 1st, we're going to be launching uh, a kind of a store for our inner circle exclusively uh -huh. for our inner circle members that it's going to include those new markings and the, the new logos and things like that. So, yeah, you should be excited. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. There's some good is, stuff. And if you my, like grizzly coolers, we have grizzly coolers uh -huh. that are also on the docket. So, yeah, we're, we're okay. pumped. We're excited. My bank account's trembling right now. <laughs> oh, you know, I, we were talking before the interview and I, I just, before the interview, I came across that just even a, a little poster, that poster of hundred years of Iowa wrestling. I mean, my impulse by went into overdrive. I couldn't hit the buy fast enough when I saw that thing. And yeah, I mean, there's just some great stuff on that website to take a look at, but yeah. And we're editing, we're changing, making uh, changes to that website daily. We're trying to uh, progressively get, where we want to be. We're not quite there yet. There's some things that we need to do to enhance the user experience. Um, but that is, that's my job. That's exactly mm -hmm. the type of stuff we want to do to make sure that, I mean, cause donating $300 or more a year, that's a pretty sizable donation, especially depending on your income level. So with that, we want to give you a, an, an experience that's enjoyable, you know? So okay. before we get off the subject of fundraising, though, too, you guys have number one, I saw in 2022, there's a possibility of a trap shoot. I never really saw that for a fundraiser idea, but, you know, go to the website and keep track of that for our audience. But then 
something you guys do that is always the most fun every year to see is you do the polar plunge. Yeah. And I mean, you've had the brands have uh, participated. I don't, Adam, were we able to get any video from our um, technical staff? Or? In our in our pre-production meeting, I met with the staff and they were able to pull some footage. So let's, we'll, <laughs> we'll run that real quick here and, I love and it. We'll, we'll discuss it after. Hawkeye's in the headlines today. Oh my gosh! Oh, that looks awful. I love Jerry, that. never, never read your newspaper by a bottle of water ever. Yes, no, a, no, no. Yeah, well, it's, I don't even have enough uh, uh, dexterity to even keep them falling <laughs> with, without a newspaper. So that was actually at a golf course. That's where we hosted every year. So you really? get a little, yeah. Yeah, so we're looking at dates right now. Uh, our schedule, uh, hopefully you saw that, that our schedule, Big Ten schedule just came out um, and we're trying to find a location. Well, we have a location in mind, but we're trying to settle on a date for that plunge. Um, and we're thinking it's going to be late January. Uh, so mark your calendars, leave it open. Uh, yeah, so we're excited. The trap shoot you mentioned earlier, we're not able to have that this year, which is unfortunate. Oh, okay. Well, I saw that for Instead, 2022, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So we love that event. It's fantastic. It's a little bit different. Not everybody's a golfer, um, which I don't understand, but that's okay. I don't need to understand that. <laughs> so they like the trap shoot. And Tom and Terry, it's one of their favorite things to do. They absolutely really? love to shoot clays and, and get out there with the, the gang. So, yeah, that's a 2022 thing that uh, yeah. needs to happen and will happen. So. So Chad, following up on the and following up on the polar plunge there though, but I got a couple questions I had. Is number one is uh, you know you've had some interesting personality. I mean, Coach Ferentz has come out and done it, and I mean some of the wrestlers put on great costumes, you know, yeah. and it's just everybody has so much fun with it. Ferentz and it's I guess. Ferentz jumped in. I'm sorry. Jumped in. Ferentz jumped in. Yeah. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, and then. Yeah. And then secondly, I've seen, and I think it might be one of the coaches, but I've seen a sauna trailer, like somebody jumps in yes. and then they end up. So I guess number one, are there any really, you know, are there, are there any fun behind the scenes stories from that polar plunge? And then secondly, tell us about this trailer. That's kind of had me intrigued since I saw it. I can't really give you too many funny stories for behind the scenes because I've only actually participated in this one time. Okay. Um, and I did it on a, on a whim. I came back for a duel. I lived out West for several years right after college. And, um, I came back for a duel and Morningstar texts me. He's like, Hey, what are you doing tonight? And I'm like, I'm, <laughs> nothing. I don't know. And he's like, come jump in the water. I'm like, that sounds stupid. <laughs> oh, man. That sounds like a really bad idea, but I did it and it was a lot of fun. And then exactly what you said, we jumped into a sauna. That was, it's a trailer, like a, uh, construction trailer. It's probably, I don't even know how big it is, but it's really, really neat. And it's, I've never had a, been in a sauna on wheels before. Um, yeah, it's a cool experience. I, all the only thing I remember after jumping in is I didn't wear shoes, which was a no, no, because mm. you oh. jump in and then you had to walk or run, which I did all the way back up to the clubhouse. And by the time I got back to the clubhouse, I was just numb. Just my oh, wow. feet were, yeah, my feet were done. So I think what was what was that feeling like when you jumped in? I can't even imagine. I oh, mean, I get great. in a I get in a pool in the summer that's not like warm. I'm so so soft that I'm like, oh man, this is freezing. I can't imagine jumping in something like that. It might kill me. It was uh, it's fun. I mean, it was like invigorating for sure. If you were a little bit tired, it'd definitely wake you up. 
So, oh, man. yeah, it's a great experience. So, so in the spirit of the Nebraska Hawksness supporting your endeavors, I'm volunteering right now that Adam come jump in the water for the polar plunge. Love and um, I, I, I won't because somebody needs to film it. So I'll volunteer to film it. But Ad, Adam can go jump in the water. I, I, I think that would be a oh great way for us to support the, uh, the, the Hawkeye Wrestling Club. So. I think that's fair. Yeah, I think it is too. I, I like that idea. I'll, I mean, if you guys want me there, I'll do it. But somebody's got to rush me to the hospital afterwards if I need it. Oh my god! <laughs> and, and, and we'll hide we'll hide his shoes before he jumps in. So okay. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Um, with with I wanted to ask you too, uh, Chad, about all of the the additions that are happening at Carver for the wrestling mm -hmm. program. It looks like there's some pretty exciting things happening. Can you walk us through the project? Um, what exactly is happening and when that's going to be opening? I'm not sure if it has or what the date is on that. Well, they had to get approval by the Board of Region, Regions uh, in the state of Iowa, and it's um, really getting close. Uh, I don't know the final figures, but I know that we are very close. So close that yesterday when I was walking by Carver or walking into Carver, there's people taking soil samples. Okay. So they're really getting prepared to get this thing going. Um, some of the blueprints that I've seen are – state-of-the-art just incredible um plans put in place they really did a, a thorough job uh organizing it um with everything from lockers to recovery to the actual wrestling room and uh strength room uh to the the coaches offices and, and things like that so uh, I, I think it's going to be it's going to elevate us again uh to another level and that's saying something because we're the national champs Oh, yeah. I love hearing that. Yeah. So is there a timeline? I mean, you're talking about the timeline, I guess, Chad. But I mean, you know what? Tell us about the facility itself and what it, what all it's going to contain. And then, you know, yeah. where, is it, where does this where is it going to rank among the facilities among, you know, the Penn States and all the other powers in the in the nation? It's going to be the best facility in the country, maybe the world. Um, it's the top of the top of the line. Uh, facility. It's going to have a tunnel, and I didn't even mention that, from our wrestling room and locker rooms into Carver Hawkeye Arena. So it is designed for wrestling, for wrestlers, for our team to be the most prepared for match days, um, which is really fantastic. There's no other team in the world that has their training facility directly connected to their uh, wrestling facility like that. Um, so basically, you know, the South side of Carver Hawkeye, yeah. there's the baseball yeah. diamonds, um, mm -hmm. and between the baseball diamonds and Carver, there's a road and there's a, a, a bunch of trees. Well, right in the front of Carver Hawkeye, where those trees are, that's where the mm -hmm. room's going to go. And it's going to be multi-story, um, two stories with a hall of fame at the top. And it's going to have an entrance into Carver Hawkeye. Um, yeah, it's going to be. Phenomenal. I think if I remember correctly, the square footage of the wrestling space is like 7,000 square feet, um, which is basically five, almost six wrestling mats. So it, it'll be large and in charge and it'll look really cool and it'll be a great retru recruiting tool. Uh, and people passing by will see it and, and remember, oh, yeah, we're a wrestling school. And, and most of that was privately funded, wasn't it? All of or it, hundred percent. Yeah, that's what I thought. So. Hundred percent of it, which is speaks to the the volumes of support we have. 
Sure. Is there anywhere or any site or anything where people can go to contribute to that further or is it, is, have they reached their goal or? Um, you can go to carvercircle.com, I believe. Um, and then you can kind of track the, the giving in on that sense. Um, okay. I know that I can't, I'm not the one to officially say, yes, we have reached the goal or no, we haven't. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to just bow out of that question. No worries. Any information is good and try to lead our audience there because I mean, who yeah. doesn't want to support the Hawkeye wrestling program any way they can. So. And, and, and Chad, you said that right now in the Hawkeye wrestling club, you guys are working with some, uh, a handful or a few female wrestlers. Is that correct? That's right. We just added three new women to our team. Okay. Um, and um, you know, Victoria, Anthony, Jordan Nelson and Rachel waters. Um, and it's important to, support them um and have them in our it changes the dynamic of the room in a really positive way that's just great to see you guys like at the forefront being you know the reigning national champions and one of if not the best wrestling program in the country really being at the forefront of in my opinion and like you said too a sport that should have been sanctioned a a while back that is one of the fastest hottest growing sports in the country i mean you girls have been wrestling across the country for quite a long time and I mean, if you watch a lot of them, they can go. They are impressive. So it's oh, yeah. it's going to be exciting to watch it grow. Oh, yeah. They're they're just as intense. Uh, people like to compare the men to the women all the time, but they're uniquely different uh, and the same. Um, and their mentality is, is right on par with ours, and that's what we're looking for. That's yeah. awesome. And you know Hawk fans are going to get 100% behind them just like they do the men. So that's yeah. going to be awesome to see them get out there on the mat and, and watch the fans get behind him and, and support him. That's one of the great things about being a Hawkeye. It's cool to see. Well, you know, and, and uh, as awesome, you know, this has been great, but you know, part of this interview too, Chad, is we want to take a step back and talk about Chad Beatty, the wrestler, you know, it's, you've got a good background yourself. And so we've talked about, you know, we've gotten your professional job and things out of the way here, but go back and talk to us about your wrestling career. I mean, where are you from? What spurred your interest in wrestling growing up? You know, and uh, how'd you end up at Iowa then? Man, I, I started wrestling. Thanks for that question. I appreciate that. Um, I started wrestling when I was young, when I was like five years old. I remember now I'm looking back and I uh, there's a picture of me in my socks and I have a little pot belly and I'm just kind of in my wrestling stance <laughs> the first year. Um, and I, I must have fallen in love with it because the next year's picture, I looked a little bit more cut up and I had wrestling shoes and I had a very fierce look on my face. Um, so it didn't take long for me to really find my sport. Um, my dad wrestled, um, but he had no real success, but he, he had passion. Uh, and he's the one that got me into it. My mom was, comes from us, athletic family as well. And, um, they knew that they wanted their kids to, to play athletics. So I was a four sport athlete all throughout my entire career, um, at Wilton high school, which Wilton is about 35 minutes from Mm -hmm. Iowa city. So uh, I was obviously a Hawkeye fan instantly, uh, especially because I, gr- I was born in 87. And the Iowa Hawkeyes, that was, they were trying to win their 10th title that year. Mm-hmm. Um, so Iowa wrestling was, was obviously iconic. Uh, Dan Gable was in my backyard. I looked up to Tom and Terry very much as a young athlete. Um, and I actually remember we – won a state title, Wilton won a state title. And for our like awards banquet, we had Tom Brands come and talk to the whole school um, in 1996, right after he won the Olympics. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I have a signed 
thing at home that says to Chad, Tom Brands. Really? Um, and cool. it's kind of cool. And, you you know, when you're that young, you don't think I'm going to wrestle for this guy someday. You, you think I want to mimic the style. And I can say the same thing about Mark Ironside and Jeff McGinnis and Joe Williams. Those guys were huge role models to me um, just to aspire to. Um, but, yeah, I, I wrestled at Wilton and had success. And I got recruited by Jim Zaleski uh, at the University of Iowa and wrestled for him for a year. And then Tom Brands came uh, to the university and the rest is kind of history. And we had a lot of fun and worked really, really hard. And the, the relationships that I got when I was uh, at Iowa – um, I still have you know, really good relationships. So I feel fortunate. I feel lucky and blessed. And I had a really good uh, support system. Uh, my wife and I met at the University of Iowa, and she is incredible. And she understands my uh, my passion and my love. And she, she likes that I don't only have a, a job, but I have a career. And that's important to both of us. So I wish somebody called me incredible. Just once in my life. That's a loving marriage right there. Like I can feel that like that. That's fantastic. Uh, Chad, I really want you to, um, you know, give us a little bit of an insider's view of, you know, I, with Iowa football being known as offensive line, U, uh, we do better job than anybody in the country at producing NFL offensive linemen. And the Iowa coaching staff has been noted time and time again about the importance of offensive line development in football with wrestling and how much of an edge that's given them. Can you uh, give us a more in-depth approach for someone that's closer to wrestling than most of us, how important wrestling can play in a role for being an offensive lineman or any other position in football? Yeah, I, I played football and I loved it. I actually, uh, I'm getting excited because I, I have a, a young man that I'm following from city high that I'm close with. And he, um, I'm like, man, I hope he makes it to the Shrine Bowl because I had a chance to play in the Shrine Bowl and it was kind of it was eye opening. And football and wrestling go so hand in hand, um, literally because you're you're creating more athleticism. Think about a linebacker in football, or think about a, a, a lineman in football. That position, it's almost like a, a it's almost like a wrestling stance. Um, so it's like a, they call it an athletic position for a reason. Um, so for a lineman in particular, just being able to move your and have body awareness, right? You, you need to constantly be using your hands in a way to get to a position, right? You're directing people with your hands and what better thing to learn how to direct people with your hands than wrestling. Mm -hmm. Um, cause wrestling is a constant hand fight and positional battle. Um, and, and the same thing goes for linemen. Um, and obviously I think, if you're a tough wrestler, you're going to be a tough football player. And if you're a tough football player, you're going to be a tough wrestler. I think I was not that athletic. I was just meaner than hell. And I was, uh, like my uncle would say, I was hard nosed and stubborn and those play well in those two sports. Um, I like, I like to get my nose in there and hit people and wrestling's the same way. I like yeah. to double leg people through the mat. You know, like it's, <laughs> it's just a mentality thing. It's a mentality thing. And I think that the two sports play hand in hand, uh, especially for those kind of non flashy positions. Uh, I think, you know, we talked about basketball at the start of this. I mean, basketball and wide receivers, they go hand in hand. You have to be able to catch the ball and basketball teaches you how to, you know, catch a ball and control it and, um, you know, do, do those things that that position requires. So 
I think each each your own, right? Like I'm not going to yeah. tell anyone not to play basketball, but no. um, maybe today. That, 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 that catching the ball thing might explain why I sat on the bench all through my high school career. I, I probably could have mastered that. So, but, uh. No, Chad, there, there was one time in basketball, it was my junior season, and uh, the wrestling team came up to run stairs. And, you know, we, they, the wrestling team and, you know, kind of teased back and forth with the basketball team. And one of the guys was like with, with Coach McGivern with, with, and Coach McGivern, our high school wrestling coach, wrestled at Iowa. And they were like, you wouldn't be able to last five seconds on the mat with him. <laughs> and I was like, five seconds? I think I could make five seconds. I think I could do it. And I went down on them, down in the basement on the mat with him. And I don't think I made it three seconds. (laughs) They they pinned me so quick. So um, if you were to go in and, you know, you run into Jerry on the mat and Jerry's out there, how long is it going to take you to flip Jerry and pin him? I'm I'm running out of bounds right away. I'm not even, I mean, let's just get that out of the way right now. I would probably delegate it to someone a little bit younger (laughs) and a little bit tougher than myself. That's probably what I would do. I'd say, hey, hey, uh, Spencer Lee, take care of my light work, would you? Oh, my gosh. And then, and then, and then I, uh, then I'm twisted in a pretzel within about two seconds. But, uh, yeah, when I but, met Spencer, it's like I'm looking at a guy that's literally half my size that could dominate me in about a tenth of a second. So I'm like, yeah, he's it's incredible. So, so deceiving. He's incredible. So, he he's. I just t- tweeted the other day that he is the truth, and just the way that he approaches things and and the way that he wrestles in the wrestling room and obviously in competition that you all get to see, um, is something you all should be proud of as Hawk fans. Oh, absolutely. So, so on this note, though, when Adam's talking about his res- the wrestling coach at his school, we got to talk about Dan Gable on this interview. There's no wrestling interview you can't talk about Coach Gable. And I guess the couple of questions is, number one, he's such an icon. I mean, when I see the stuff online about the Chuck Norris rules, I'm like, Chuck Norris can't even last with Dan Gable. Yeah. You know, like, who are you guys kidding? But anyway... Yeah. You know, as you come into the Iowa program, and he is such an icon, what, you know, when, he, when you came into the program, what was your first reaction to work with Coach Gable versus probably now where it's more of a working relationship and such? And is the rumor true? Every time on the outside, it was always rumored that nobody on the team ever could ever beat Gable on the mat, even when he was coaching. Are, is there truth to those rumors or, you know, well, do you have any inside scoop? Dan Gable is one of the kindest people I've ever met. He's just really, really genuine and sincere. Um, and I think that's the biggest thing that I see or I, I noticed when I met him. Um, and I met him, <laughs> I mean, Johnny Ozendorf, I don't know if you know that name. He was a heavyweight for the University of Iowa and he played football. Um, and he was from locally. He's from uh, the same or a nearby town of where, where I grow up. And then his dad and my dad worked together a little bit. So I got to go to his wedding when I was really young. And I met Dan Gable at his wedding. And I remember my dad was like, go ask for an autograph, go ask for an autograph. And I, and I did, and I was shy and, but he was just so kind to me. And then uh, later on in my career, as I became a more, um, uh, as I became a little bit better of a wrestler, I've started getting attention from people and Gable and I had another relationship that kind of started again. And again, he, he just cares about people. Uh, he's about that relationship. Um, and that was immediate, you know, and, and when I was at Iowa, I started in 2005, I had Zaleski and, and their coaching staff and Gable wasn't really around much. And then when Tom came in, Tom actually asked Dan Gable, Hey, will you be the assistant? I want you to be like, uh, 
part of our staff for the first couple of years um, because you're important to Iowa and you're important to our, our team. Uh, and he wasn't wrestling. So to answer part of your question, I don't know what he was like as a wrestler because I, I was too old. Or uh, excuse me, I was too, too young. young. He was a little older because he graduated or he, he uh, retired in 2000, or excuse me, mm. uh, 1997. So I was young. I was only 10 years old. Right. But he was a huge mentor to our entire team. Uh, and our team won three national titles. Mm. So everything he touches turns to gold. Literally. Literally. <laughs> well, yeah, I remember um, watching an interview with his one of his daughters saying that they were going to go to the mall on a Saturday afternoon in the off season, and he, he wouldn't drive because he didn't know how to get anywhere other than Harbor Hawkeye <laughs> Arena. And they, they'd literally lived in Iowa City for like five or six years. And he, I believe that. Yeah, and she's like, we had to drive him everywhere because he didn't know how to get anywhere other than Carver Hawkeye. So I, yeah. I, I thought that was a pretty cool story. And if anybody feel, is – go ahead. Yeah. No, I go was ahead. just going to say, I feel really fortunate that I know Dan Gable. Like, he, he is the, the best wrestling coach of all time, in my yeah. opinion. And to have a personal relationship where I can, I can talk to his wife, Kathy, and I can run into him at a baseball game and I can just talk to them uh, – it's just really, it's really cool. I feel blessed. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's a dream of mine to be able to meet him someday. I still haven't been able to. And um, that was always a dream to meet Hayden Fry. I wasn't able to do that before he passed. So I'm really hoping at some point um, in the next few years, I'll be able to meet Coach Gable. Cause I think know, if you jump in that cold water, he might be around. <laughs> there you go. He might there be around. Go. And man, if you're coming man. and you're jumping in that water, you raise some money for us. I might be able to pull some strings. So I like it. I like uh, it. Yeah. This thing go at him. This thing's going to start to gain some steam. Do don't, it. don't, uh, don't <laughs> take Jerry on. He'll take this and run with it. Take, take one for the team, Adam. Come on, buddy. How bad I, do you want to meet him? It's not, it's not often you've got an opportunity for a global icon. I, I think, I think that just, you got to do this now. If mm -hmm. I get to meet coach Gable, I would, I would jump in <laughs> water. That, that would be, that would be worth it to me. And I don't know if you guys have had the chance, um, Coach Gable did just an absolutely amazing interview with Joe Rogan uh, that you can catch on YouTube. And I just, how those genuine. two are armory crew. They're armory group. Those two. Uh, well, <laughs> Joe Rogan is like just such an expert and so underrated with his interviewing ability that he's just so good at connecting with people. And he knows he just is a, an absolute expert at the art of the interview. And Coach Gable was just like you said, such a genuine you know, person that you know is relationship driven that those two just hit it off and connected. And that was a magical interview to watch. Yeah, it was a good interview. I agree with that. Yeah. So Chad, tell us again, anybody that wants to go out and support the Hawkeye wrestling club, uh, you know, the webs, give us the website and any other avenues that they should go out and look for. Cause everybody needs to get out and do this. We got one of the greatest programs in the nation and we just want to keep supporting it. So if not, well, we, we've got the greatest, the greatest. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. With the greatest Come on now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Come yeah. On. One. <laughs> All right. Going for two. Spencer's going for his fourth title. It's never been done at the university of Iowa. It's a big, big opportunity for him and he's poised to do it. And the team is poised to repeat as national champs. And that doesn't go without saying like we have a lot of work to do to continue to stay, stay at that high level. Um, but you can, you can support us by going to our website, which is Hawkeye wrestling club.com. Uh, you can see our events and our uh, fundraising campaigns there. You can also follow us on our social media chat, 
like channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we do have some things on YouTube and on Rockfin. A um, lot of different ways for you to find content. Um, if you ever, if anybody has any questions about how to join the inner circle that they can't find on the website, call me. Uh, my, my contact information is there. This is my job 24 7, 365, and I love it. Um, you can also email me um, or track me down. You know what I look like now. So uh, track me down at a, at an event, or at a football game, or at a wrestling dual meet, uh, and I'd be happy to talk to you at length. Let's show this awesome poster here, you guys. Are oh, man, how, I love how, that. How thing. cool is that? I mean, I'm gonna. I have to pick one of those up. Well, put that you know, and it's and it's through 2010. There's way more to go on that now than there was back then. So. That's right. That was my year. That was when we graduated 2010. So that's kind of a, well, a fun one for me. And and I'm gonna issue a very public apology. I should have said the greatest program because now if I come film Adam in the polar plunge, Chad's gonna flip and toss me in that water whether I want to go or not. <laughs> now, so a very that's public right. apology, Chad. I hope you have a waterproof have. camera. <laughs> Sorry, Chad. Let's do it. I, I don't know. Stay connected. You let me know I'm in. If I get to meet Coach Gable, I'll jump in and we'll uh, we'll get some donations from the uh, Nebraska Hawks Nest followers. we got some pretty awesome fans out there that uh, are pretty loyal and listen to everything that we do. So we wouldn't be doing all this if it wasn't for them. So yeah. we'll, uh, we'll, we'll definitely try to engage them and get them a part of it because I love Hawkeye wrestling and I love watching it. And so we want to do everything we can to support it. Thank you. We appreciate your support and thanks for having me on today. And um, I'm sure I'll see you all around. Heck all right. Yeah. Thanks, all right. Chad. Thanks, Chad. Go Hawks. Go, Go Hawks. Hawks.